Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, and sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to episode 133 of the Your Dream or Mind podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, also known as the Dream Transition Mentor. Now, as usual, I had an idea of what I wanted and I've changed my mind. So the title of this uh, episode is Stop Catastrophizing. Let me explain. I was recently on holiday and uh, I won't say who this person was, but I was recently on holiday and somebody I was on holiday with said to me, oh God, mum, and that gives it away. Mum, I'm... I've got this problem. And I said, all right, what's that? And uh, this person said, oh, it's really bad. Um, This thing that's happened because I said that I couldn't work on these particular days. And um, now I've been put on to shift for those days. So I said, okay, just so just go back and say, I said I couldn't work those days. And um, this person said, no, no, I can't. No, I know, but what, what they won't they won't let me have those days off and I, I I can't go to work those days. So I said, yeah, I know, just go back and say what I said. And the response was, well, you haven't got enough holiday to take those days off. And there's there's a, anyway, there's a, a change in contract. Actually, there will be enough holiday. Anyway, so I said, don't worry about it. It's ages away. Just go back and say, as we discussed, I can't do those days. But, um... Basically, what happened was that this person, my daughter, um, catastrophized it completely from I can't work a shift at the end of August to um, she said, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to lose my job. And I said, why are you going to lose your job? She said, because I won't be able to go to do those shifts. And I said, I know, but it's ages away. You're not going to leave it, not say anything, and then just not turn up for those shifts, are you? So, you know, it's fine. It's ages away. She said, I'm going to lose my job. HR will get involved. I'll have to go for a disciplinary. And I was saying, no, you won't. You just need to go back and say, so she did and say uh, what I'd said. And the person said, okay, we'll, we'll deal with it. And it's still rumbling on, but it will be fine because the conversation had already been had that she couldn't work those particular days. And so she needed them off. So I said, stop catastrophizing. It's fine. You're taking it from what is a minor issue into something absolutely massive. And uh, I guess if I'm honest, in my head, I thought, oh, that's a bit of a teenage thing to catastrophize. And then, my dear listener, I caught myself doing it on Friday. So I, I don't know why I, I mean, I'm perimenopausal, so my hormones are all over the shop, but I'd woken up with, um, 
woken up feeling a little bit wobbly emotionally. I'd been out for a walk with my friend and we talked about, um, we talked about something which I thought I was okay with, but actually when I got back, I realized I was upset, not with her, but with what we talked about. I, I realized it had touched a nerve with me and actually I, I felt a bit, a bit wobbly, even more wobbly. And then I took that. So took my kind of wobbly emotions, took what we'd been talking about. Then I added on the stress of, uh, switching over from the current website platform that I'm on. I'm having a new web, amazing new website built for me and I'm moving to a different platform and I'm having to teach myself how to do it. And because of that, I have not been able to, um, to sell some things that I wanted to sell because I couldn't work out how to set it up on this new system and the domain name wasn't live. And therefore a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to do like a little flash sale over a weekend and I couldn't do that. I had seen some stuff on social media, which had brought me into comparisonitis. So, you know, now I've gone feeling a bit wobbly, feeling a bit upset about something Website isn't ready. Um, can't sell what I need to sell. Looked at somebody else. So comparing myself to somebody else, think they're better than me. Therefore, if they're doing that, that must mean that I'm absolutely terrible at what I do. And who's going to buy from me, even if I could sell, because I'm clearly awful at what I do. And then I started worrying about money Then I started fretting about something else. And I basically, in a period of about half an hour, catastrophized from, I'm laughing now, but I was crying my eyes out. I share that with you. I've said this before. I am a crier. You might not think it, but I am a real crier. I've got some friends that I've known for 30 years that I've seen cry twice. I'm a crier. So um, I cry all the time. So um, yeah, so I basically catastrophized up just out of, just ridiculous. So I managed to kind of hold it in. I had to be mum's taxi, drop my daughter off. Didn't want her to. She said, are you all right? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Fine. I put my sunglasses on because I still like, my eyes were like filled with tears. Rang a friend who didn't answer, got back. And then I was fiddling around. And then my husband, I was in the utility room doing the washing and my husband came in and he said, are you all right? You look a bit funny. You don't, you don't, well, you don't look not funny, but you don't look yourself. And I burst into tears and I explained to him all that was going on in my head. And uh, he's very patient. And he said, what, so is the website not, is it not been done on time? And I said, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Right. So it's not that it's late. No, no, it's not late. We're working on it together because obviously it's in stages, right? When you're designing it and approving it and tweaking it and doing the next stage and stuff, you know, creating like the homepage and deciding, yep, that's the right look and then replicating that for the other pages. Yeah, yeah. No, so so it's not that that person's late. No, no, no. It's all under control, right? And um, so what's the delay with the selling thing? Well, yeah, I, I wanted to sell, but I couldn't. So now I'm really worried about this. And then I, right. But then you will be able to sell because you sort your website out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also I said, and then I said I was comparing myself to somebody else. And he said, Laura, you are so good at helping other people to be positive. Why can't you be positive about yourself? So I was (laughs) crying 
I said, I know, I know. Anyway, I went up and cleaned the bathroom, which is not a job that I enjoy. And I do want a cleaner, but it's sometimes I find doing stuff like that, listen to a podcast and just not think about, well, I still think when I'm cleaning, right? But like, like not actually working. Anyway, so I was cleaning the bathrooms and my friends that I'd called rang me back. And at this point I started crying even more and I was really like, <laughs> and getting really, really worked up about everything. She said, right, breathe. Remember to breathe. And uh, so I'd like calm down because I was actually concentrating on my breathing. And we talked through what was going on in my mind. And, um, she said, well, she suggested a few things and we talked it through. And I, the, the original thing that I'd been a bit emotional about, I was trying to deny my feelings about that, if that makes sense. And she said, she's a psychologist, my friend. She said, just allow yourself to feel the feelings. Like you're denying yourself that you feel that way. Allow yourself to feel it. And I think because I denied it, because I was like, oh, I've got to push that away. I've got to push that away and not think about that. I then got myself in a tears about absolutely everything else. And I don't know why hormonally it just hit me that day, but I just, I basically went from like zero to a hundred miles an hour in a really negative direction, thinking that everything's absolutely terrible and everything's awful and it's never going to work and just dreadful. And so I finished cleaning the bathrooms again, which I don't enjoy, but I, I enjoy the feeling at the end when they're clean. Cleaned the bathrooms and then I, you know, got ready, had a shower and stuff, sat down and did a bit of work and then started doing some of the things that I talked to my friend about. So I'd actually do, you know, taking some action. And then suddenly I was able to pull things back into some sort of perspective. I still didn't feel like amazing, amazing, but I felt that I was able to pull things back into some sort of perspective, which I just hadn't been able to reach on my own. And the reason I share that with you is because we can do this in life generally, right? With anything, we can catastrophize. I mean, I'll have to do a whole other episode about Taylor Swift tickets, but anyway, um, which is what I've been dealing with this week. The... We can, it's really easy to catastrophize about something, to take it forward to the nth degree and to think that, wow, this is, um, this is awful. This is terrible. This is never going to work. This is, this is a reflection on me. What does this say about me? I'm terrible. I'm crap. Who would want to work with me? This is awful. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is you're telling yourself, whatever that story is, it's easy to do that anyway in life when you're upset about something, when you're a bit hormonal, when you're feeling a bit under par, when something's happened, when someone's been mean to you, it's easy to catastrophize anyway. So in your normal life, then when you think about when you work for yourself, so when you work for yourself, there's nobody, is there? It's just you, unless you've got a business partner, it's just you and your business. And especially if you are the... um even if you have a team, if you're the person that leads that business, you sometimes don't want to be open about what's going on with you because you don't want to tell other people that you've got worries or that you've got doubts or anything like that. I'm just laughing because my husband was just come down the office to help me with something and I've just shooed him away while I'm uh, recording this podcast. So, um, 
so it can feel really lonely and it can feel that without somebody to talk to about it, it's so easy to take those things, to catastrophize, to look at the worst case scenario, to forget how great you are, to basically over-dramatise the situation, which I've always been known for, drama queen, um, but to think the worst of everything rather than looking for the best, to doubt yourself when actually you're amazing, to think that it will never work when of course it will, to be impatient sometimes when when actually sometimes you just need to wait till things are done. And uh, I had a meeting about my website yesterday and oh my God, I love it. I'm so pleased with it. Um, it's hard. It's hard when you get into that headspace and you are catastrophizing. And the reason I wanted to record this episode while it was fresh in my mind is to say the greatest thing that you can do when you are in that situation is to reach out to somebody who will be kind to you, who will show you some kindness, who will show you some support, will give you some, the time to talk, will, you know, can spare 20 minutes to listen to your wild ramblings about how everything's dreadful. Um, and I would also encourage you to share with somebody who is in your world because my husband's absolutely wonderful, but he's not in the entrepreneurial space. So sometimes when I'm saying, about, oh, I'm moving to a new platform and this, that, and the other and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, well, do you regret moving over? Why don't you go back to the other one? And that's not what I want. That's not what I need to do. But because he doesn't quite understand it, he doesn't really see what I'm talking about, if that makes sense. So he's wonderful, but he doesn't quite get what I'm talking about. So if you know that you are prone to catastrophe, start to explore why you do that. Why is it that you catastrophize? Why is it that you take something from to the nth degree? Why do you think things are that situation that, or what is it about, you know, what's the trigger in you that makes you catastrophize? Because understanding yourself and understanding what's going on with you helps you to not prevent because we're human, but to minimize and maybe reduce the, the number of times that happens. And it just helps you to feel, um, helps you to take more control over what's going on, helps you to, to have some strength in that situation instead of feeling helpless. And even though I'm a, you know, mindset coach, mentor, whatever you want to, whatever you, however you want to describe me, even though I know how to self coach, even though I know how to be positive, even though I know all the mindset tricks, I still catastrophize. I still get worked up. I still get upset. I still cry. I still have moments of lack of confidence. I do all of that. And I share that with you because I'm completely open about my journey in my business and in my life, because I want to show you that it's okay to feel those things too, but you'll get past them. And I definitely have less I have less moments of catastrophe than I used to have. And I, I have more moments of clarity, more moments of confidence, more time spent being really clear about what I'm doing. The catastrophizing does happen, will happen. Just accept it. Be kind to yourself. You're not a bad person because you got upset about something, but 
just know that if you're in that moment and you're spiraling out of, you know, control and, and thinking it's like dreadful and everything's terrible and nothing will ever work again, it will. It's not dreadful. It's dreadful in that moment, but it'll get better. You're not rubbish. You're amazing. It might not work now, but it will work in the future. Better times are coming. You are fabulous. You've got it in you. You're just great. And uh, if it helps, know that I was in a shower talking to my friend. I had my AirPods in, sniveling, <laughs> cleaning the bathroom, <laughs> multitasking still, sniveling. And uh, yeah, talking it through with somebody who understands. So thank you, Claire for helping me because that was just what I needed last week. So hope this episode has resonated with you. Do let me know. Um, it's a really honest one, but do let me know if you are prone to catastrophizing. And uh, as always, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. Five star one would be wonderful. And uh, you can follow the podcast so you get the update sent directly to your phone or your device. And um, do share it, share it on your socials and tag me in, share it to show other women that, catastrophizing is okay but you can get past it okay have a great week i'll see you next time my fellow dreamer you have been listening to the your dream or mind podcast with me your host laura cruz if you'd like to get your hands on my brilliant new book dream it and do it six steps into your own dream life and business then have a look on amazon You can order it today and get it tomorrow. The doors to the Dream Life Academy are always open. So once you've read the book, come on over and join me in the Academy. My mindset, coaching program and community all in one. It's the best place to be to live your own dream life.